0: Remember back in episode five, when we visited Merida in Mexico and met speakers and advocates of Yucatec Maya. And remember how confusing it was that in that part of the Mayan world, people refer to their languages, La Lengua Maya, the Mayan language. When in fact, there are around 30 languages still spoken today within the Mayan language family. Well, this episode, we're digging a little deeper into one of those other Mayan languages, the most widely spoken in fact. Kiche. Welcome to Language Stories, a podcast discovering languages around the world and meeting the people who speak them. I'm Lindsay Williams from Lindsay Des Languages, a language obsessed chica on the constant exploration of languages, no matter where I am in the world. And this episode, welcome back to El Mundo Maya, and this time, the highlands of Guatemala. Back at the Polyglot gathering in 2017, there was a talk on the lineup that caught my eye. Can knowing some Quiche save your life and make you rich? open brackets, probably not but why take chances, close brackets, from my good friend Dave Prine. About to head off for a year to explore Latin America and make language stories, I circled it. I knew I had to attend. Quiche must be the word for Quechua in Quechua, right? Wrong. Very wrong. But if you're currently as in the dark about quiche as I was, You're not alone.
1: Uh, You know, yeah, I'd never heard of it before. Mm -hmm. And last December uh, 2016, I was applying to grad school here at uh, UVA. And I was walking around the foreign language building and all the offices. And I saw a sign that said, do you want to learn K'iche' Maya? And I thought, now I do.
0: That's Dave, the guy who gave a talk about K'iche' Maya and introduced me to the language. We'll hear more from him later. But to begin, I want to take you with me to a small canton, that's Spanish for a small cluster of houses or farms in the countryside, in Totonicapan, Guatemala. Me duele la cabeza. Cash, nu
2: cash cash, 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 new jolom,
0: cash, new jolom, cash, new jolom. Uh-huh. Me duele la cabeza. Si. With the Ash, nu pam. Ash, nu pam? Mm hmm. ojo, what's vez? Bogotch. Bogotch. Ah. Ash, o boch. Ash, nu boch. Nu boch. E. Oreja? Ash, nu pam. Adios, buenas tardes. Tarde. For this episode of Language Stories, we decided to get a little closer to the language and spent some time at a homestay in the Mayan countryside. What you just heard was what could be described as my first quiche lesson, as we took a walk through the canton with Carlos, the father of the family we stayed with. Carlos has a happy face and welcoming smile, much like his wife, Carolina. It's a trait they've passed on to their two children too, Heidi and Elicio. and it was a joy to stay with them and experience a little slice of their life at home. Bandera de mi patria. es Am- tu
2: también. Aleseo. El... Ah, la madera. Luego con el
0: aceite caliente los eches. Oh. luego ya bien doraditos los mm, Es limón. Ah, sí, limón. Es de la costa, pero sin embargo <laughs> creció aquí. <laughs> During our time together, Carlos told us of his life including the 17 years he spent living and working in the U.S., all with the aim of earning enough money to come back to Guatemala to the town he loves and start a family. Due to his time in the U.S., he speaks English, which is great news for me, as that's one less video to transcribe. Hooray! At the start of our English interview, I asked Carlos to give a little introduction to Quiche for those who know nothing. People here
2: in Guatemala, you know that we speak about 23 different languages, but here in Totonicapan we do speak K'iche'. Mm-hmm. So 92% of this population can speak K'iche', which we learned it from our parents. So Spanish
0: becomes the second language for us. Mm. Okay, so in the town, the the main Pueblo where we went yesterday, I remember you saying that yesterday, 92% of people, it's K'iche' first, right? Spanish' second. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like walking around the market as well, um, How sometimes everything was in Spanish. Well, yeah. yeah. When you asked people, Mm -hmm. you know, everything's in Spanish. Yeah, but
2: most of the people can speak quiche.
0: Yeah, and then you'd you'd say maybe thank you or something at the end in quiche. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they mix it.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the other (coughs) 8% of people, is it Spanish first and they speak some quiche or they speak no quiche? No quiche. Okay. Okay. The percentage, they they speak no quiche, just Spanish. Wow. But that's yeah. not many
2: people here. No, 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 no. But it used to be uh, more percentage mm. only Spanish, but now it's reducing uh-huh. since the teachers in school are bilingual, so they are teaching them Quiche and
0: Spanish. But when Carlos was at school himself, this wasn't the case. We discussed this in Spanish, so I'll translate here. Mm-hmm. Cuando in el principio yo fui a la escuela mm-hmm. y no
2: podía comunicarme con la maestra porque ella solo hablaba español
0: mm-hmm.
2: y yo solo kiché. Entonces, ¿te imaginas qué situación me encontraba yo de que no podía comunicarme con la maestra?
0: Sí.
2: Cuando tenía que pedirle al permiso pedirle permiso al ir al baño, no podía. Y cuando tenía una pregunta de algo que no entendía, no podía expresarme en español. Ajá. Uh-huh y era un tanto difícil en el inicio, muy difícil por, para mí desde niño, por esa misma razón yo prefiero que mis niños aprendan ambos idiomas para que mm. no tengan el mismo problema.
0: I asked Carlos if he was the only child in his class that had this problem. No, yo
2: creo que habíamos la mayoría del mismo mm. problema, pero pocos años después mm. fue que se originó la idea de que los maestros deben ser bilingües. ...para poder ayudar a los alumnos, a Uh los niños.
0: Y ahora es, entonces, es obligatorio que son bilingües. Exacto. After a few days in the countryside with Carlos and his family, we headed back to Quetzaltenango, which is actually a quiche word, meaning land of the quetzals, the famed bird of the region, national bird of Guatemala, and even the name of their currency. Although we didn't see any quetzals in our whole week there. Boo! But there was no way we were leaving the Guatemalan highlands without a visit to the famous Chichi Castanango Sunday Market. Every week, crowds gather as the town is taken over by market stores selling everything from tourist souvenirs and textiles to electricals and fresh food and, at the time we were there, musical Christmas lights. But we aren't here just to see the market. We're here to meet Juan from Galeria Popwuj, which I definitely pronounced wrong, a Quiche speaker whose art and spiritual work reflects his Quiche heritage and culture.
3: Muy buen día. mi nombre es Juan Leon Cortés. Soy artista y guía espiritual, originario del municipio de Maya K'iche.
0: After our walk through the market together and actually hearing Quiche spoken in the streets in Chichicastenango, which I hadn't heard in Quetzaltenango, I asked Juan if it was more common to hear Quiche spoken in smaller towns and villages.
3: Pues, dice que sí es cierto por la por las nuevas eh, eh, nuevas cosas que han venido pues a interrumpirnos. En este caso, si hablamos de de algunos de aculturación, a veces. Eh, lo que sucede, pues, de que cuando estamos en la academia, estamos en la universidad, pues, a veces desvalorizamos lo, lo, lo nuestro, entonces, pero creo que es poco, es cierto cuando entre más población, la medida que la población eh, crece eh, vienen nuevas corrientes a veces bueno y malo entonces cuando, cuando hablamos de, de, de nuestro idioma, a veces se pierde un poco, pero es cierto, es, es cierto, y en and how does
0: this work on a smaller scale? How does Quiche compare when it comes to the family unit? Is Quiche spoken more or Spanish?
3: Pues básicamente la verdad que es el maya mm. porque desde cuando bueno nacemos ya ya los, los, somos de origen maya nos hablan el kiche. Mm. Cuando, hasta cuando fuimos en la escuela Eh, ...hubo un poco de, 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 des, yo pienso ya de desvalorización de nuestro... ...porque cuando nos fuimos a, 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 a estudiar idioma español... Eh, ...por la imposición, por muchas cosas que han pasado... pues no, eh, ...nos quitaron, nos querían quitar el, 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 el quiche... Uh-huh. ...porque querían sustituirlo por el español... Uh-huh. ...pero no pudo, no, nada pudo para eso... Por, ...porque nuestras raíces eh, totalmente... ...hablamos en nuestra casa, con la, con la familia con nuestros hermanos con y el, sí. en, en el pueblo pues también se habla mucho el el quiche entonces creo que sea prevalecido ya durante sí. muchas generaciones.
0: Sí. As well as quiche and art classes, the gallery also offers sessions in Mayan spirituality and visits to Mayan ceremonies. Juan leads many of these sessions, and he says quiche helps him form a deeper connection when he's conducting these ceremonies.
3: Sí desde como le digo pues uno pues eh, en caso mío pues como guía espiritual también soy ser cere- soy hago ceremonias May mm. entonces eh, eh, yo siento más una relación cuando pues invoco pues a los a los abuelos sí. siento más eh, la energía y la energía es más más acertada pues y entonces creo que es algo muy 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 sagrado también hablar el quiche y más eh, de respeto y de humildad mientras que es cierto a veces eh, las cosas a veces son un poco más mecanizadas cuando hablamos de de, de otros eh, por ejemplo idiomas, yo veo a veces eh, yo he tratado de entender eh, eh, otros idiomas pero cuando no lo siento sí. no, no, lo, no no inclusive no se me queda, pero cuando yo, yo cuando convivo comparto, siento pues la eh, eh, la acción entonces eh, es eh, es, eh, es de la mejor manera desde la perspectiva del Sí. Del
0: As I mentioned, if you want to learn K'iche' and connect with it, Galleria Popovich offers Quiche classes. I'll put their website in the show notes
3: for you to get in touch. Maya, los escritores los escriban, entonces eh, eso también nos viene a fortalecer a nosotros porque a veces los jóvenes, a veces eh, tenemos miras a, hacia otras culturas pero mientras tanto si viene la gente a valorar lo nuestro entonces yo veo pues de que la eh, eh, viene más interés en nosotros en poder escribir, en transcribir, hacer también, rescatar eh, muchas historias y leyendas que, que nuestros eh, ancestros han dejado entonces para que no se pierda es importante poder eh, Eh, valorarlo, rescatarlo desde la concepción del, del corazón. Sí,
0: sí. Sí. ¿Y hace clases aquí? Pues
3: eh, sí, hay un encargado. Sí. Hay un encargado que es del bilingüe intercultural. Ajá. Eh, bien, bueno, es un, también un compañero de acá. Eh, da, da clases de Mayaquiche. Mm. Yo aprendí una parte, pero la ventaja de nosotros es que hablamos desde ya. Desde ya, desde chiquito, solo de reforzar algunas cosas y, sí. pero importante poder eh, hacerlo y poder eh, transmitirlo. Mm-hmm. Creo que es una misión, pues, que 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 nos dieron entonces. De, tenemos el espacio para poder eh, hacerlo y dar más espacio, pues, a, a la a este a este idioma muy especial para nosotros. Sí.
0: But if you can't make it all the way to Guatemala, have no fear. It may seem that although there's over a million speakers of K'iche' it's pretty concentrated in terms of geography. And you'd be right to think that. But there are learners further afield too, in the USA for example. And so we come full circle, back to Dave. But of course, K'iche' isn't on every shelf at your local language bookshop, so how did Dave get started with learning the language from afar?
1: Uh, You know, yeah, I'd never heard of it before, Mm -hmm. and last December uh, 2016, I was applying to grad school here at uh, UVA, and I was walking around the foreign language building and all the offices, and I saw a sign that said, do you want to learn K'iche' Maya? And I thought now I do. And I you know, <laughs> never heard about it, never heard of it. Um, I, I learned that, you know, it's a Mayan language spoken in Guatemala. And I, I spoke to some people who said, yes, you're welcome to sit in on classes and, you know, participate as much as or as little as you would like. And because of that, I ended up learning uh, a fair amount. And then now I, I've been accepted to grad school and I am ju- I just finished up level one mm-hmm. and I'd sat in on level two. So I'm starting to catch up. And the next semester I'll be uh, crashing level four because I I can't get enough of this.
0: Dave is studying on a program at his university. It's a pretty cool initiative. I'll let him explain.
1: It's a, a collaboration through the the Institute for World Languages, and they teach uh, they they have a pro- uh, program called less common taught languages. And so Vanderbilt teaches Quechua, uh, Duke teaches Haitian Creole, and then uh, University of Virginia teaches. Uh, Tibetan. And so they and they, they share it among three, three universities. They share each language class. And I think it's mainly just a, a way of, uh, you know, making people aware of less commonly taught languages.
0: Ooh. I should mention here that Dave isn't totally new to learning lesser studied languages. Uh,
1: Manx, Navajo, Tuvin, um, and then bits and pieces of other languages to lesser degrees. K'iche is... is Definitely down the line on my list, uh, but it's it's one of my favorites now. So I, I definitely hope to continue. But I also want to return to Manx and Tuvin. Tu Tuvin is beautiful. I really enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. But every time, oh, and and now I'm I'm hoping to uh, study a language called Tunica, which is a language spoken in Louisiana, USA, by the Tunica Biloxi tribe. And and I'm just uh, getting involved with it. I have a program next month to go to. I'll be in an immersion camp and I'm um, hoping to report on that maybe for the Polyglot Gathering next summer. Oh, uh,
0: So if someone's maybe watching and at this stage thinking like, okay, maybe I'm ready to, to give something like Quichego." go, what, what advice would you have? Because it's a different uh, process, right? You know, Spanish, you go into, to, well, for me, Waterstones, for you, Barnes and Noble, and you, find, you see those books right there and it's really easy. But there's no book there for Kiche or for... I've forgotten the name of it already. Was it T- Tuva?
1: Uh, uh, Tuvin. Tuvin.
0: Um, They're just it, not there as, as accessible. You know, it's not as accessible. So how, how would you approach that? What would be your piece of advice?
1: Uh, there are... Um, well, for, first of all, I'm hoping to change that one day by creating resources, maybe a phrase book or a, a very small textbook. There is a textbook by... Um, uh, last name is Mundlock, and it's called Basic K'iche Grammar, and that gives you—you know—you can order that from your, you know, your local bookstore or online. Uh, that's the most recent publication I've seen on it. Otherwise, there's, there are a lot of resources online. I think University of Texas has a uh, an online course set of about maybe twenty-six lessons with vocabulary, audio clips. Um, otherwise, anywhere online, uh, there is actually a, a lot more. Kiche resources than, than one might think for a uh, minority language. So uh, yeah. so I would, I would say online or email me and I can send you a list of things.
0: So it's a different experience to learn Kiche in terms of resources but how about the learning process itself? I was curious to hear how Dave found learning Kiche compared to something like Spanish.
1: I had to really unlearn Everything I knew in Spanish because mm-hmm. even though quiche uses Spanish words, you know, some Spanish words, uh, you know, there, there's a little bit of familiarity, but overall it's, it's really a different animal. And, you know, with any language, you have to unlearn things that you learn from other languages that aren't related. Uh, in quiche, the verb comes first, the pronouns are attached to the verb. Uh, so I hug you is all one word and it's really. Uh, you, I hug all in one word. Mm. So it's, it's the grammar is, is very different. There are a lot of rules that you, um, you know, that exist that don't exist in most other languages, including third order. Um, types of words that exist or don't exist. So it's really a different way of thinking. And once you break down uh, the sentences into what they really mean, you kind of understand the way that the Quiché think. And it's really, it's fascinating, but it is a lot of work. It is a lot yeah. of, uh, you know, being, being open-minded and realizing that, you know, this isn't uh, the language you thought you might know through others.
0: Our experience with K'iche' making this episode of Language Stories was a whole different world to that of Yucatec Maya. It's easy to think, oh, Mayan languages, yeah, they're all just pretty much the same. But that couldn't be further from the truth. K'iche has a rich cultural and spiritual connection and a million plus speakers who experience that every day, as well as a few learners too. Hey, what's stopping you? Maybe one day you'll be a learner of K'iche too. Up. 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 Uh-huh. Let's eat.
3: Let's pero. Eat. Eat.
0: <laughs> Uh-huh. kiss. Coming up next time on Language Stories, a mini episode. We visit one of the most important trade routes in the world, the Panama Canal. But what language does the canal speak? You've been listening to Language Stories, a podcast by Lindsay does Languages. If you like what we do and you like video, then head on over to our YouTube channel, where you can watch the sister video to this podcast episode. Just search Lindsay does Languages on YouTube and on our channel, you'll see the playlist for language stories. Once you've done that, the best things you can do to help us spread the word about language stories are to tell a friend you know who will love this too, and leave a review on your favorite podcast directory. That's a fancy way of saying where you're listening to this right now. Reviews help us to get found by new listeners, which is pretty important when you're a tiny new fish in a big podcast pond. And finally, if you have a language story that you'd love to share, or you know someone that does, Get in touch. You can email me at lindsay, that's L I N D S A Y, at doeslanguages.com. That's lindsay at doeslanguages.com. I always love to hear from you. Your feedback helps to shape future episodes, and that's important because without shape, they're just lumps. As always, you can follow me in all the usual places Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz and learn more at lindsaydoeslanguages.com. Until next time, keep learning languages and keep sharing stories. Chat a bit, chick. That one's definitely wrong.